Come on. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guests, the strong and powerful Adam Southey and Justin Silva. Gentlemen, are you ready to do this? We're ready. We're ready. Excellent. Let's do this. Adam Southey and Justin Silva are the hosts of the Casual Fridays REI podcast. As industry veterans, they've created the blueprint for transforming beginners into formidable land investors. I'm excited to have you on. Guys, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Cool, man. Thanks, George, for having us. It's, uh, it's good to be here. My name's Justin Sleva. I'm a land investor by day, and uh, throw that in with being a husband and a dad of three. And uh, we we actually um, we buy and sell raw land out in the middle of nowhere. So it's uh, it makes for a fun in- investment adventure, and uh, we do it because it's a it's a great way to get people in, into real estate investing with a low cost of barrier entry with super high ROI. So it's a, it's a fun way to get involved in, in real estate investing as a niche. Nice. Yeah. I'm Adam Southey. Uh, oh, I'm sorry there. George. No, you're good. Uh, <laughs> Adam Southey, uh, been in real estate for almost 15 years now. And gotten the land just about, uh, almost coming up on four years ago. And the best thing I've ever done. And Justin and I teamed up about a year ago for our podcast. We, We've been best friends for probably 20 years now, but uh, we had separate land businesses. And uh, this past January, or January of 2019, we came together and we put a podcast together telling all about uh, our businesses and been working together ever since. Nice. I love it. So what was the problem that you guys recognized? And you said, you know what? I think that, that we're both, we both have strengths here and, and, and together we can come up with a good solution. Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. You know, in any industry, you, you see these courses out, you see uh, people out teaching teaching things, and there's always like this little thing that's missing. Like, you, how do you actually have a blueprint to get from point A to point B? And when we started, we were doing a ton of consulting. I have a, a, a private investing company that takes uh, new land investors because institutional money is hard to find for raw land. And so we said, hey, we're going to solve this problem and provide money and joint venture on a ton of properties. But they also needed help on like finding things, working through the different issues they were seeing, their due diligence periods, how to find actual quality deals. And we said, man, we do this day in and day out. How can we help somebody that's never invested in real estate get from point A to point B and be profitable at it? And so after 300 consulting clients, we said, let's put a course together. And we and we did that. And now we've had a few hundred go through that course as well. So it's it's been nice to see that, that little, you know, starting with helping people on an isolated problem and turning it into a, hey, this is what we've seen throughout this with our consultant clients and making it a, a full, essentially as the course name blueprint. Yeah. So there's a, there's a lot of courses out there that are 
um, really focus heavily on one thing, maybe acquisitions without sales, and then also the other way around. And then it's also sometimes being taught by people who aren't actively investing anymore. And then there's also the problem of the price range, right? So sometimes it's hard to come up with money and go buy a house for $150,000, $300,000. And we teach how to buy at any price range. So you can get started investing with a hundred bucks and you're learning from people who are actually still out there investing day in, day out. And we focus on everything, how to buy it, which is, we have kind of a unique way that we buy land. And then we focus real heavy on exit strategies as well, whether it's owner financing land, whether it's wholesaling, whether it's retail sales, closing it yourself, closing through title companies, you name it. We try and cover all the bases. Nice. I got it. Okay. So, I want to find out exactly why it is that that both of you were drawn to land but before i do that I, I want to correct myself i introduced you as justin silva and it is justin sleba so i apologize yeah. for that justin <laughs> <laughs> no worries it's your show i didn't want to correct you quite away because it's not the first time that's happened right but, uh, and it's it, it's funny because you say that and our my uh, joint venture company the, the private fund club it's called plum investment group and everybody's like why do you call it plum and I was like, well, sleep is too hard to pronounce, and it means plum in Czechoslovakian. So ah, it's a, wow. a little play on that. It's like plum's a lot easier to spell than sleep and pronounce, so we just go with that. <laughs> nice. I would think most people get Southie wrong because I grew up with everyone getting it wrong, but sleep is always the one that they mispronounce. <laughs> How yeah. funny. And somebody with the last name like Grumbacher ought to be uh, more empathetic about that. But anyway, <laughs> moving on. I'm surprised they just call you George G. <laughs> yeah, right. Should have done that. So, so what, what, what was it just, just about land that, 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 that was attractive to you guys in the first place? Well, for me, this is Adam. I, I, uh, I've literally done everything in real estate. Like I said, I've been there for 15 years almost. I've been a house builder, a rehabber, wholesaler, landlord, you name it. I've literally done it. <clears throat> And for me, at the time, I, I had went through a, a period during the recession where I had basically gone broke. But I wanted to be back in real estate investing. I just didn't have a lot of money. And I heard uh, I heard someone saying that they were buying land for 100 bucks an acre. And they were flipping it for four or five thousand percent ROI. I just couldn't believe it. And uh, so I tried it. I literally um, I bought my first attempt at this, I bought three two and a half acre parcels for $250 a piece and I sold them each for a thousand dollars. That was hooked and that number, it scales too. So if you get started and you only have a hundred bucks, you can do this, but then it scales up. Now we buy for 10, sell for 30 all day long. That's, that's what really attracted me because you can do it at any price range and make killer money at it. Yeah. What brought me to land is Adam, like Adam has said, we're, we've been best friends for 20 plus years and I'm working for, I'm in a corporate job. I was an executive for a small railroad and he's calling me and saying, dude, I'm getting five acres for 500 bucks and I've got cash in the bank. And I'm like, are you kidding me? If you can get five acres for 500 bucks, I will buy all the five acre property you can get. And he's like, well, okay. then." And we had an Amazon business at the time and he's going to tell you I'm lying about this, but he, <laughs> he tells me he's getting back in real estate and we had three number one products and he goes, we need to liquidate the company. I'm investing in some real estate. And I'm like, okay, cool. So we're going into real estate. He's like, no, 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 I'm going into real estate. But if you want to, you can do it on your own. And that's why our land businesses are different. But we, we come back together after a three and a half, four year journey uh, of doing it our own ways, but being able to put the best of both of our businesses together and move forward. And that's that's kind of the cool thing about our partnership and friendship is that we, we've got to root each other on. And as any entrepreneur knows, is that you get into these deals where you, you win some, and then you're going to lose a couple because you either overlook something, get a little cocky, or you just missed it but we've had each other kind of to lean on to keep moving forward. And that's a, 
you know, a huge thing for any entrepreneur is when you get into those down cycles, you're able to move forward and have somebody to push you. Yeah, there's no doubt. That's I think that's pretty cool how you could have started together, you know, four years ago working together, but instead you uh, you probably made your own mistakes and, 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 and had your own failures and you're able to benefit from one another's experience. So I'm curious, I'm always curious, what, what it is that you see as characteristics of successful investors and people who are listening to this and they say, okay, you know, this sounds good. These guys sound like they're pretty sharp and they've, they've had some success. Um, so walk us through that, that out of all the people that you've helped, the 300 people that you said you did consulting work with, the 100 people that has gone through the course, um, what what makes a successful investor? Well, for me, uh, I think the um, not letting uh, analysis by paralysis get to you, that you have to take action, you're actually able to step up to the plate and do something, and then learn from what you're doing, and if you make mistakes, then you learn from it, you don't give up, try again, Pay attention to the market, pay attention to everything that's going on. You're constantly evolving, learning, getting better, and you're reaching out to other people to uh, enhance those skills. Yeah, and, I, and I'll echo some of that. At the end of the day, it's successful investor, whatever you're investing in, you want to see a, a profit, but you want to actually enjoy what you're investing in and kind of get somewhat of excitement, somewhat of a dream, um, you know, kind of something that puts a smile on your face when you're actually talking about it. And that's one of the things that I, I enjoy talking about land. We talk about a bass boat property. And that's the idea of, you know, you're that, that guy that works in the city and you have this dream of either riding your Harley using your bass boat or, you know, something like an RV or that second car. So that $35,000, $40,000 fun, fun ticket, big ticket item, we sell that. And that to me excites me because I get to know that guy, he bought a property a little bit undervalued from me and I bought it for a lot, a lot less, but I made a profit on it, but he gets to go back to work and says, oh yeah, I was out of my cabin property and you know, Fentress County, Tennessee this weekend. And, you know, I got to see the mountain, got to see the trees, got to take my kids out there. And so it becomes this, the success is always evolving for me, what that looks like. But the idea of impacting somebody's life with bringing a good product that wasn't on the market previously, bring it to the market. And when I see new investors find these deals and they can actually talk about it and you hear that excitement in their voice, they get that spark back. And that's been the common thing we've seen. Like when we found a live event, uh, met, met couples out and you see the wife say, you gave me my husband back or, the husband say, hey, you helped our marriage because now we both have this fire going forward. To me, that's what really drives a successful portion of our a successful investors because you find that passion. You kind of reignite that in, in your business. Nice. I think that that's awesome. And how about unsuccessful investors? They give up too easy. Yeah, that's a that's a big thing is that they, they give up. You know, just the one thing goes wrong. You know, it's you know, and it's even something as simple as using like Google. You know, you'll you'll get onto a Facebook forum or a Facebook group and you'll just see somebody just dogging on they can't do this because of this and I'm like did you even google it there's like three other ways around it so that person <laughs> it just gives up way too easy just it, it it's just kind of like it's a that Debbie Downer that guy or that girl you don't you know it's always just going to be negative and negative Nancy you just kind of want to get rid of them and that's to me is that unsuccessful investor yeah Justin and I both had successful first well right in the beginning we had successful marketing campaigns but we also either immediately had some bad ones too that mm-hmm. could have easily made us give up. And if we did that, you know, three and a half, four years ago, we wouldn't be where we are today. And you see that with so many people, especially now that, you know, we're consultants and we coach so people just give up immediately. And it's all, oh, it doesn't work for they, they put blame on other people and it's, we're still here today and we have plenty of successful people that are still doing it. So we know it works. Um, you just gotta get out there and do it. Yeah. 
Yeah, and have a process and then follow it and stick to it and, and just be confident that it's going to work. So, so I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I, I love the idea of having a blueprint. I, I love and I know how important it is to have a process that's, that's proven that you can follow. So, so how, how does one get started? Um, walk me through that. It's having the right attitude, recognizing that you don't want to just have analysis paralysis you need to get started, but also, does it start with having a goal in mind or a reason? This is the reason I'm investing. What's 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 the starting point? So I'm going to go the anti thing that you'll probably hear most people say is like you know you, you hear you go to these big seminars and you hear the motivational. You got to know your why to get started, and I, I think you just have to really want to be better than what you where your current state is. You have to know that and believe that there's something better out there. I don't I don't want to call it your why. But you just have to honestly believe that there's something better out there because people are actually doing this and they're doing it daily. And now it's just you have to understand how you're going to find the deal, get it to market and resell it. Because simply put, all we do is find off market property and bring it to market. And we buy it at a point that we just try to realize as much of the profit or to the market value, that margin that we can. And we just do that multiple times. And so that's the high level look at what we do. And a person has to say, okay, hey. All I'm doing is something this simple. It's just taking something that's off market and bringing it to market. And that's what, that's how you kind of get started. Now there's details in there. Of course, you know, there's going to be a ton of information and things that make it happen. But so many times people get overwhelmed with the eating the whole elephant at once versus just starting with one little bite and looking at the simple nature of the business. And, you know, with anything that you, whether it's e-commerce or real estate, you're trying to buy an asset for uh, an undervalued asset and bring it to market and making more of it. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I, I like that answer a lot. I think you just get well, basically ask yourself, are you ready to do better than you're doing right now? Are you, and are you willing to put in work? Yeah. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. And I also agree. I think that we're we're at kind of peak Y. So sometimes <laughs> sometimes it's just a matter of, of keeping it simple. Here's what yeah. we're trying to do is we're trying to find an off market property. So what does that mean? What what what's what's an off market property? Yeah, and an off-market property to us is something that's not listed with anybody. So what we do, and kind of this is high level, uh, but enough that you can understand what we do. We essentially shop by county or we shop, may shop by state, and we say, okay, hey, we want a certain type of product, whether it's recreational land that's 20 acres to 100 acres. We're going to go in and say the market value at the county level is, call it a 1000 bucks an acre. We're going to come in and offer between 28, uh, 28 and 30% on that, and we send a blind offer out on it. And if somebody's interested in selling it, they contact us back. We put a purchase and sales agreement in there. They reach out to us and we verify that it meets our contingencies that we have in that purchase and sales agreement, whether it has access, it's usable land. Um, it kind of meets what we're looking for. And then we go to close with it, whether it's self-close or title, and then we put it back on the market. So we know if it's worth a thousand bucks an acre, we get it for 300 bucks an acre. We're going to list it for about 950 an acre. And somebody comes in and offers us, you know, 800, 900 bucks an acre. They think they got a great deal. We just made $500 an acre on it or 10 grand on a 20 acre property and we move on to the next one. And usually that happens pretty quickly. Yeah, just expand, expanding on that a little bit. Um, when we, he said we pick a county and we mail a blind offer. We'll literally mail every single person in that county who has land that meets what we're looking for. We'll mail them an offer. So we're doing a thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand, sometimes way more than that, uh, pieces of mail every month. And, you know, maybe 90% of those people just throw it in the trash, but then it's that 10% who come back and they want to they want to sell you the property. You know, maybe they inherited it years ago, or 
they bought it years ago, they've just been paying the taxes, or maybe they haven't been paying the taxes, or there's a whole ton of reasons why people have this vacant land. Um, they just don't use it, and they don't know how to sell it, or they don't care to sell it, and then they get an offer from us, and so we'll buy it. Yeah. Interesting, and that certainly makes sense. Is is that the percentage that you found does 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 respond with, with, with interest is about 10 percent so we we kind of have different response rates because of the different way we shop because like i said our businesses are different uh mine typically i buy one for 900 i send out and that's because i'm extremely picky i want county maintained road access to it not like a dirt easement i have to be able to pull off the road and drive onto the property uh, whether it's me or my drone pilot going because i typically don't go to the properties but one out of 900 blind offers i send i buy a property but out of that one out of 900, the cheapest margin you're going to see is between 10 and $15,000 profit turn. But when you're shopping two and 3,000 at a time in a county, you know, you're looking at, you know, at the minimum is 10 grand you're going to make because that's what we price it at or 20 grand. You know, we, you scale up. And like Adam said earlier, it's scalable. So if it's a 20 acre property or a 15 acre property, or you go up to a 200 acre property, you know, there's been several deals that were 100, 100 plus acres that made, you know, 100 plus grand. So it's a, uh, it's a scalable thing, but your just idea is just get generate the hot lead because you have the blind offer out there and then the negotiation part, they they know where you're at because you just offered them essentially pennies on a dollar and they're coming back and trying to negotiate a little bit up there and you just have to make sure that it meets your criteria. Sure. Yeah, I would I would say it's probably a five to seven percent response rate. No, but that's doesn't that's not obviously what you're gonna buy, right? So five you know, you send a thousand or you get fifty to seventy calls. Some of them would tell you you're you lost your mind. You're right. They've never accepted that much. Some of them want to negotiate, and uh, some of them have title issues. Uh, but then you end up buying the best ones. And so, uh, like Dustin said, it's probably right around that one out of it every eight under nine hundred properties. Uh, yeah, man, I was interested. Nice. To be to be successful doing this, what is the allocation of of time and money that 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 we're talking about? Like, how much time do I need to spend? How how, how much money? Yeah, that it can range so far in this industry. So we have a, a way that we teach people to buy land. Uh, Justin wrote a book, it's called Copy Money REI. But that book teaches people to go buy land straight from the state for a hundred bucks and then sell it on eBay or to the neighbor or anywhere else for 500 to a thousand dollars. It's a great way to get started. And all that really takes is maybe three to four hours to find the property and then you wait and yeah, I mean, that's it. Yeah, we, uh, on that one, when we put this book out, it's kind of a, it's called, and we have it available for your listeners if they're interested in it, and it's copymoneyrei.com. It's seven ninety nine on there. I, I hate to throw a plug in there on you, George, but figured it'd be easy for them to go take it out. But sure. It's a, uh, 50, we, sh- we talk about 50 bucks, but we do a deal every four days on that. We pay 50 bucks on it as an offer that my, my person that handles that, that's what they're told to do. And they list them on eBay after about 60 days after we made that offer. And from there, that 50 bucks turns into 500 and they do one every three to four days. They just batch them. And so it just automatically sells. So it's, you talk about a crazy ROI and I hate to use the 10 X cause it's kind of played out, but you know, it's a, it's an easy way for somebody to kind of put their toe in, it. but you know, and, we, and then we go all the way up to the hundred thousand dollar properties where we have our other company Plum investment group, which does the joint ventures for the people that may not have the money to actually go out and spend 10 or 20 grand on that uh, property. So it's uh, we, we look at the deal, we bet the deal and it's based solely on merit. You have no carry cost other than the marketing cost to sell it. 
and we, we pay for the closing, actually the property acquired, put in our name, and then themselves we distrib- distribute as a joint venture out of that. So it's a, we kind of covered that, but to, to hit, kind of hit your time, it's a couple hours a week. And, you know, you can do it. I don't want to say you're not going to do it with no money out of pocket. You're realistically going to have three to 4,000 bucks out there and getting marketing going, getting your, you know, your, your phone set up, your different software you need. But, you know, you can do it for little, like we talked about with the coffee money method at 50 bucks. But, you know, realistically, it's a couple thousand bucks to get up and going. Yeah. So look at it this way. Um, let's say that you want to mail and buy the properties like we do now. You're not the one that's actually mailing the offers, right? We have a company that does that. For you, we, we don't own the company. We have a company that we recommend that gets you a really good price, but they mail for you, and then you can have someone else answer the phone. We have a, I don't know if you've ever heard of Pat Live, but they're a real estate answering company. They answer the phone for you 24 seven, and they send you the hot leads. And then you look up the property. It may take you two, three hours on the weekend to look at them, all if you wanted to. And then you send them to Title. Title closes it for you. Then you hand it to a realtor. A realtor sells it for you. Then it goes back to Title. Title closes it for you on the sales side. And then you just sign for it, you're done, you get paid. There's no swing and a hammer, there's no tenants, there's no nothing. It can literally be as involved or uninvolved as you want it. Nice. Well, there you go. <clears throat> well, gentlemen, Savage Nation, is you ready for your difference-making tip? What do you have for them? My uh, tip is going to be to not give up. Once you decide and you told yourself that this is what you want to do and that you want to change your life for the better, don't give up. Just constantly learning, getting better at it, like we said earlier. Your success will happen. This industry has been proven over and over again. Um, so just get out there and do it. Yeah, and I'm going to echo that, but I'm going to I'm going to do it with a story, George. Um, three years ago, I, I had a corporate job, get the Friday morning call, and I just started this land business. And like Adam said, we had our kind of we had a good first market campaign, pretty sure all the companies, but then you get the, the the second one that went kind of went kind of to crap. And so I had a second and third and fourth, and I was like, man, I got to really figure this out. But I lost my job at that point. And so I had to make a decision. Do I go full time in land investing or do I do it and go back to the corporate grind and go get to another railroad where I'm working 80 to 100 hours a week? And so my wife was like, well, you're a smart guy. You'll figure it out. And that's kind of where she left me. And you get the weight of, you know, your the weight of your family on your shoulders and, and everything that goes with that. Um, and that's when I made a decision. We're going to do this full time and we're going to make it work. And from that, what Adam said is you can't stop. You just have to continue to go and you have to continue to move forward and looking for those options. So if somebody can tell you from a personal experience that moving forward and keeping your head down and just looking for the best way to do it, that that's a person I can, I can vouch for that. That's what's going to help you become successful in any, in any venture you take, whether it's land investing, uh, flipping houses or apartments or whatever that is. The idea is that you have to keep moving forward, educate yourself every day, a little bit more and, and move forward. Well, that is great stuff. That definitely gets it. Come on, come on. Justin Sleva Adam Southey, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Where can they where can they learn about the course? Yeah, so uh, we got a podcast comes out every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It's Capital Fridays REI. You can find it anywhere that uh, there's podcast. And we've got Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and our website, CapitalFridays.com. Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Adam and Justin your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas check out the Casual Fridays REI podcast wherever you enjoy podcasts. Thank you again, gentlemen. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together.